Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. The smooth, smooth sound of a cracked beer. I... Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> Stuck the landing. Yeah, that, well, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I crashed after takeoff. Yeah, got a case of the twisties there. The twist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just like when you told me that. Never mind. Well, this is a special uh, episode of Living Off the Land. Uh, your boys are back. That means it's Brown season, and this is the LOTL Browns preview season preview show final preview it's the final preview <laughs> that's a good feeling i love uh, this so, is my favorite time of year when you see like the oh, yeah. the the million and one different people who are tweeting about how this is the last sunday that we won't have at least some kind of nfl action until february so last sunday it's a good feeling last sunday without nfl in 2021 oh it's a beautiful place. Um, to I be. can't say Browns because we do have a bye week right. in there, and we play like some but Thursday nights. And, football's back, but the NFL, college football has been rolling here for yep. a little bit for a minute now. High and school, then NFL. Yep, high school. Hey, by the way, shout out uh, Benedict in high school. Three the Benny Bengals. The Benny Bengals. Three and zero, undefeated three every week. That is that's the goal. Und- three and zero. I was out there, uh, saw the first yeah, game. Yeah, major shout out. Appreciate uh, double OT. Appreciate what a what a that was, that game was absurd. I know ba- essentially winning that game on a penalty that the other team couldn't decline. That was that was the most absurd. Hilarious. Yeah. So the very short cliff note version of this is this was a back and forth nail biter of a game. A lot of goofy shenanigans. Both teams had some issues in terms of execution and uh, in double OT there was. Uh, a a false start on an extra point that got blocked, but you can't decline a false start. <laughs> and so the other team, obviously, Walsh was the other team. Walsh yeah. wanted to decline it, but that's not a declinable penalty. Nope. So we had to bump back five yards and re-kick, and, and that kick ended up going through, and that was how we won the game. Yeah, this was all precipitated by uh, Walsh missing their extra point. Mm. Yep. And... <laughs> It was hilarious. Yeah, as soon as the flag, as soon as the flag got thrown, like like Walsh blocked the kick, and they were all going nuts, and their side mm-hmm. was going nuts. As soon as I, th- I saw the flag, I'm like, I'm like Benedict is going to win the game. Yep, they knew it was a false start. That was the most fortuitous uh, penalty that I've ever had. Like go yeah. against one right. of my teams, right? Because like the penalty, wow. the penalty was either it was either offsides on Walsh or it was a false start, and either one, obviously. If it's offsides, Benedictine's going to take the penalty and re-kick it. Mm-hmm. And if it's false start, you can't decline a, fall, a procedural penalty. So, because legally, the kick that happened after the false start doesn't count. Right. Right. Because it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's blown mm-hmm. dead. As opposed to something that maybe happened mid-play. You know, yeah. if there was an unnecessary something after the play or whatever, and say, forget it, we'll, you know, decline yeah. the penalty, you right. missed. But, yeah, by the way, Walsh, man, rough for them. They just lost this week. <sighs> Same exact score in double OT. Oh, they, they lost to Archbishop Hoban 
in double OT, 35 34. Exact same score. Man. Different situation, though. They went to double OT. They were the te- second team to score in double OT. And um, they just said, uh, we're going to win or we're going to lose right here. And they went for two. Wow. And, and they got stuffed. And so that was, that was, that was crazy. They're that just snake bitten. That's, yeah. Man. Yeah. Two, two, two weeks, two games out of three weeks, they've lost by one point in double overtime. So that are they is, one and two or they're one and three? two now? Yeah. One and two. Yeah. Wow. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, enough about that. <laughs> yeah. That was the high school roundup. Uh, Ryan starting his first season as a high school football coach. Uh, back in the saddle here this uh, this glorious Sunday afternoon. Beautiful day. Got a nice beer. Oh, yeah. Drinking, what what are we drinking? Drinking from Platform to get in the spirit, the Muni, the Hazy IPA. It's a great beer. It's oh, it's fantastic. That's, it's, you know. Official partner of the Browns now. You see, they got that little that Cleveland Browns 75th anniversary logo, which, I tell you what, that by ain't. the way, great yeah. freaking logo. It's a great logo, great can. Um, that Anheuser-Busch money and those connects coming through big, man. Yep. I mean, shout out to what Platform's been doing. They've been making the most of their opportunities. Yep. And, uh, Absolutely. Great beer. Uh, pick it up. It's like, I think it's eight bucks for a four-pack of Tollies. Yeah, it was like so eight fifty or whatever. Yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, so uh, go pick that up at your local retailer. Uh, it's fantastic. Hazy IPA. It's uh, more on the session side, I think. It's a li- it's definitely a lighter IPA. Yeah, I mean it's only not even five four point nine percent, so it's it's yeah. definitely a lighter beer. Um, not not particularly uh, not going to kick you in the face if you're a little bit worried about the hoppiness. Um, it you, is you, delicious. You, you would not have to worry about that. It's a little bit more laid back, and I love that. Sessionable. It's exactly like you said. Well, there you go. At, uh, at the top of the can, it's uh, the ofi- platform's the official craft the official craft beer partner of the Cleveland Browns. So there you go. I don't think I actually knew that. That is really cool. Good for the platform, man. I think that's this year because I don't think it, they had Muni last year, but I don't think they were like the official partner. So I'd imagine that's not cheap. No, become the official oh, part, God, the official know. beer uh, no. craft beer partner of an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that Probably contracts. Not cheap. I mean, that means they're getting sold in the stadium and everyone else isn't. Right. Well, yeah, craft beer wise, yes. Yeah. And you can, you can still you can logos. still get you can still get Bud Light or whatever beer well, vendor sure. that they have in yeah. the stadium, but for nine dollars or whatever it is, mm-hmm. this is probably yeah. you can go get you can 12. go get a light beer for one light beer at the stadium for literally what I spent on this four pack of Tallboy Craft. Yep. yep. So, yep, that's drinking in a ball game though. But that's hey, right. I tell you what, I don't care. I'll, I'll spend a hundred bucks on beers uh, if that means I get to watch, do it at a Browns game. <laughs> I'm so geeked, Let's man. Let's go. I'm so full ready. stadiums too. Yep, we're back, man. You know, By, real quick ahead. sidebar: watching uh, all of the different college stadiums just go uh, just bananas this past week oh, was like, how cool is it to see? And again, forget the team. I, I don't care about um, Wisconsin or um, oh the jump uh, Penn State jump but around jump around oh, yeah. up there in Wisconsin like. Dude, how oh, did yeah. you not like? How do you not get goosebumps watching that and, and feeling that energy? And the same thing, I mean, or um, Virginia Tech Stadium. Oh, Enter yeah. Sandman. Enter Sandman. One of the greatest entrances of all sports. Just so good. All the all the co- college. I, obviously, the NFL has the quality of play across the board. Yeah, but like. You can't beat college football environments. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pageantry. Oh, yeah. The traditions that they have at these top programs, and you just mentioned two of them right mm-hmm. there. Like, you just don't, you can't replicate that. It's almost like you know certain football clubs in Europe. Some of the traditions mm-hmm. they have. Sure. That, yeah. You know, it it's really remarkable. Jump around is my favorite in all college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jump around's pretty good. I I'm I like uh, Enter Sandman at Virginia Tech better. Yeah. 
but Man, you can't go wrong. You really can't. No. You really can't. They're quality. <laughs> well, Ohio yeah. State fans are going to be like, well, what about Script Ohio? <laughs> yeah, Great or team. Hang On Sloopy. I do love Script Ohio, but it doesn't get me as pumped as some of the other ones do. Yeah, well, Script Ohio, it, it's, it's the iconic. It's, it's, it's before the game. It's the band. Um, the dotting of the I is the best part. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that is, awesome. That part is really cool for, yeah. for all, especially all the, the very – think about how few people have been able to dot the I at Ohio yeah. State game. Be really, really cool to say like, and you got to be a you got to be a pretty pretty good athlete to, to high step with a tuba. Yeah, you. yeah, that cannot be easy. That's true. I couldn't yeah. play a tuba, let alone run heavy. with one. I know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, we've done high school football. Now we do college. Yeah. Let's 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 get to it. Let's Keep talk on. about the old brownies. Keep on moving. Oh, I've been waiting for this. I can't talk. I, I can't really talk Browns when it's, it's just me and Jordan because I know. I apologize, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, dude, it, it's killing me too because I've been okay. I've been missing this too, though. I've been missing the. We're, we're back for the post game show, yeah, so it's that's, cool. I'm dude, I'm so stoked. But yeah, I mean, we we were talking, you know, uh, before we started recording. Here, I almost said pregame, <laughs> pre pre show, pre record. You know about the different, uh, you know, all the different stuff we want to get into, and I like. Like I was literally chomping at the bit when I saw the text. I'm like, I just gotta start saying these things because again, well, I can't, you, you I can't want, talk about this with Jen either because you wanted to come over yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah, that was, dude. I'm tell, I don't <laughs> even know what day it is anymore. Randomly text in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. He's like, hey, yeah. I'll, I'll be there in like. 30 I was like, minutes. yeah, like, my, uh, my 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 schedule worked out the way I thought it would. Blah blah blah. I'll see you guys later today at four. And then they're like, what are you talking about? And I was I, like, please do not come over. I am not home. Yeah, <laughs> well, because I would have felt yeah, bad no. if, <laughs> if you came over and then I get like the text of the phone call. Like, hey, I'm knocking on your door. I'm like, hey, where um, am I? <laughs> I'm at my three-year-old niece's no, birthday. We very clearly <laughs> said Sunday, and I knew Sunday in my head. But like yeah. yesterday, I just jumped right into like I had uh, we had a J- our JV game in the morning, and uh, you know, blah blah blah. I get my day done, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be good for four o'clock. It'll be fine. And then these, I sent that text. I hop in the shower to clean up, and I get out, and I've got a whole bunch of texts. I was like, okay, so I'm an idiot. Yeah. Like, I knew, like, it's, like I well, said, it's just, in my head I knew Sunday, but I just jumped right into it. What's also weird because <laughs> it's it's a long three – like, like even today, today's Sunday, like, it, it felt – it almost felt weird. Like, I went to church this morning. It went, felt weird because, like, really today is, like, a Saturday because we have tomorrow off Monday for the holiday. So, like, yep. if you're actually thinking about it, it's like – Oh, I don't got to worry about going to work tomorrow. So today is kind of like a is kind of like a normal what a normal Saturday would be. So it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's everything's been just screwing. about every day can be like this where it's like we don't have well, I mean some people are working, but the majority of the people are not working. It's about seventy five sunny, little bit of a breeze, no humidity. Like I mean, let's go. There's there's not even a cloud out there. It's like I know. it has a very I, I know it's I mean it's still we just like just scratched the surface on September, but today does have a very fall football season kind of yeah. Saturday vibe to it. Yeah. And definitely God, it's different good, from it's the such previous a good week when it was you know super hot and humid and you, are we all, done all with you the, do. Are we done with the humidity, by the way? God, I hope uh, so. I hope. I don't know. Maybe. My building doesn't I have AC it, and it's been four thousand degrees and swampy. Oh my God. It's been horrendous. Oh, absolutely horrendous in that building yeah. it's it's like I, I most people like let's call a spade a spade i teach algebra most people don't give a crap about algebra in the best of situations yeah. especially when you're 14 years old and it's six thousand degrees yeah like it's it's sure i'm sure all, like all your kids are like falling asleep Dude, and, they hate and it has nothing to do with you it's no. just the fact that it's so warm in there that's yeah. why they shouldn't be starting school on august 15th right right yeah honestly ridiculous yeah <laughs> but 
But anyway, it's right, probably yeah, we digress be, again. It's probably <laughs> going to be about ninety in humid in Kansas City next week for the opener. If Perfect. I had, if I had to guess, well, I won't be there. So but, hydrate, uh, hydrate, hydrate. Guys yeah. are going to be cramping left and right. Yep. We're yeah. going to have a ton of guys are going to be going down on both sides of the ball. Yep. Probably both, both teams. But hopefully it won't be any. You know, we don't want any of our guys hurt. I mean, that's I mean that's obvious. Right. Um, but I mean, let's talk about it a little bit. The fifty-two yeah, man roster. <laughs> yeah. We're thirteen minutes into this episode, haven't we haven't talked about the Browns. About the Browns yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> we came here to do so. You know, they, they get the fifty-three man roster out, and you know, what it looks from from my perspective, it looks pretty pretty flat. I mean, I didn't think there was any real shocks other than maybe just just looking at it here. I guess they're. The one guy I thought who has legit talent who I thought was going to get cut was Greedy Williams. But apparently the Browns are, are still thinking that they can get him on the field and be yeah, productive. Yeah, they're, they're too invested. Yeah, there's, they, there's no, there, was, there was zero chance they were going to cut I don't think Greedy, Greedy was ever in doubt, honestly. If we hmm. were in year four with him, yeah, yeah, I could very much see that. But I, we're too invested, and he's still too, too early into his career. I mean, he's a second-round pick. Yeah. High second-round pick. Right. Um, I couldn't see that. I think the, you know there was a couple. Your boy made it. Yeah, honestly, I w- that was one of my shocks. Employee fifty one. I it. was legitimately shocked that uh, he made the roster. I really, truly was. I think. I wonder if the Jacob Phillips injury that ha- helped him. Absolutely, it had. I mean, it had to have. Yeah. Um, we're we're linebacker still an area that we're. I don't feel super confident in. No. And. It is. It's better than last year. It's absolutely better than last year. I agree, yeah. but I think um, the biggest shocks for me were one Mac making the roster. Truth be told, and then um, both it was a couple defensive line moves: Marvin Wilson and Porter Gustin. Mm-hmm. Porter was always kind of a fringe guy, yep. so it's not like I, I don't want to say shock like in a dumbfounded sense. But after spending what we spent on Marvin Wilson as an undrafted, you know, free agent, yeah, I was thinking like, again, a, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars or seven hundred thousand dollars in in the world of football is like peanuts. But I was thinking that you know he kind of maybe had had a shot. Um, so those were probably two of the uh, the question marks. Now we re-signed Gustin to the practice squad. Yep. So he's we did do that. He, he's still in town. Has there was, Mar- there Marvin was, Wilson been picked up by anybody else yet? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Yeah, uh, we we did uh, a lot of the a lot of the guys fringe guys um, that we cut. We were able to bring back on the practice squad. Yep, Johnny Stanton, which is good. JoJo Natson. Yep. Augustin. Uh, yep. Run, running back John Kelly. Yep. Um, I mean, I, almost any other team of football, John Kelly makes the roster. Like, yeah, I which, really, which, I which really may, believe which that. Which makes it a little bit shocking to me that uh, these guys didn't sign elsewhere. I wonder if that's just a another nod to the culture that the Browns are, are building here. Like these guys just don't want to leave. Yeah. Um, now the, the, the surprise for me, which really in the end, after you think about it, wasn't that much of a surprise was Kaderil Hodge. And it's yeah. just because the money he was making. Yeah. Um, the money. And he had a late surge. I mean, he had a couple, you know, he had a couple of great yeah. catches and some, and some scores. Right. Um, but he's, he's been good. I, he had 12 catches last year, which isn't a lot, but 11 of them were for first downs. Um, he's a really good special teams player for us, or has been. Um, it just it came down to dollars and cents. I mean, no NFL team in the league is paying their sixth wide receiver more than $2 million. No. So I think what the Browns are trying to do, and they're probably trying to pull a rabbit out of the hat 
they I'm sure deep down they didn't think that they'd be able to do this would, would be to uh, let Kadero Hodge go and then bring him back on like the vet minimum, which is like nine hundred thousand dollars. Right. They're just trying. I mean, the Browns are in a are in a situation now where where they fully know that they're going to be shelling out some, and they already started with Nick Chubb, but they're going to be shelling out some big contracts over the next couple of years. So it starts with the okay, we have to shave cap wherever we can, everywhere you can, and ultimately, Kadero Hodge is not going to be the difference between us winning a Super Bowl this year, not, but. It just makes fiscal responsible responsible sense to not have your sixth wide receiver on your roster make over two million dollars. But I think it does speak to the administration that we have now compared to before. Because if you think about it, going back to the last administration, they'd probably keep Hodge and cut Richard Higgins. You know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. well, you know, we don't need to go too far down that rabbit hole. But that's you know, what was interesting sort of... is where Kadero Hodge ended up, which is Detroit. Right. You know, you know who's in Detroit. Is uh, what's his face? John Dorsey. Um, Dorsey is it like a special advisor? Mm-hmm. They, yeah. So they, uh, they signed another Dorsey guy, not from us, but I can't remember his name. But I don't know his his, yeah. impr- his imprints on the Lions, it, even if even though he's not officially the GM. Yeah. No, I mean, and I I I like Kadero, and honestly, I could see a world in which he 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 could legitimately be like a quality third fourth receiver on like a good team yeah i could i could see that but again with our our wide receiver room the way it's currently constructed both in terms of you know personalities as well as contracts you're right like there just simply wasn't there just wasn't room jarvis odell higgins people's jones people's jones is gonna pop this year by the way i i i'm very glad i bought his stock low early on because sure. I'm I'm gonna be such a smug asshole when he just goes bananas. I'm I'm gonna be the yeah. hipster I told you so guy right. on People's Jones. Right, fully gonna own that right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, who else? else? Well, we have well, and uh, Schwartz too, the new guy we just drafted. They're not gonna they're not gonna cut a draft pick. No, they're not. No. A third round pick. A third round pick, not. mind you. Not, and he not, didn't he didn't he basically didn't play in camp because of nagging injuries, but right. And that's uh, they're I, gonna they're gonna give him every single opportunity to succeed. And that is the risk you run when you when you when you draft that uh, speedy Ferrari type receiver. It's like driving a Ferrari over yeah. like a country road. Like yeah, there you know yeah he can fly, but there's gonna be some bumps and bruises along the way, and like yeah. the 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 injury thing is gonna be following him. You know what else is interesting about receivers while we're on the subject is I was starting to see a lot of people doing the when are we going to have the Jarvis Landry conversation about his contract and yada I know I didn't after the season heavy eye rolling push that as far back as you possibly can because that guy is invaluable to this franchise listen like the three of us in this room right now I'm not I would not for a moment claim otherwise his leadership alone is worth is is yeah you just said it invaluable is the exactly uh the exact appropriate term what he does at, on the field as well as culturally for this team can never be properly summed up. Right. Um, but the dollars and cents of it are what people are alluding to. And I understand that, again, there will be – like it's going to be him or Odell at some point in the future, but that point is not right now. Right now, right now those guys are our two guys. And yeah. the next couple guys on the rise are going to be Peoples-Jones for sure and then maybe hopefully Schwartz. Or or Higgins maybe if let's just say next year going forward if if Landry's out maybe Higgins gets does resign I don't know yeah but uh, I saw a lot of people doing the Landry thing and I'm like I'm I'm not 
Guys. We're not doing that right guys, now. That's not right now. That's we have a legitimate Super Bowl contending football team on our hands right now. Why are we concerning ourselves with things that don't matter until after this season is over? I don't I don't get it. Especially knowing that the cap is going to rise over the next one, two, three years. Exactly. Like and if you think about it, uh, so we, we signed him to a five-year contract when we traded for him. He came in the year Baker did. So this is his fourth year with the team. So what, uh, you know, who says that the Browns and Jarvis don't kind of do what they've done with with other guys, and that's, well, actually the opposite of, of younger guys, which is get them on a lower contract but also lower amount of years. What if maybe because Jarvis, you know, he's for a football player, not he's not getting up there, but he's on he's he's on the back half of his prime. I was gonna say we're on the back nine. We're we're approaching yeah. it rapidly. Still probably in his prime, but definitely on the end, edge toward towards the edge of his prime. You know, the Browns could say, Hey, let's sign you up for another four years and we'll give you four more years of security if we drop that number down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's to say that can't happen? Right. Guarantee X amount, at least for the four years, and, and keep the number a little smaller, but guarantee it for, you know yeah. what I mean? That kind of deal? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks um, for that, Ryan. Appreciate it. Yeah, there you it. go. Sorry. It just had to be, you know, bring a little bit of doom and gloom into the conversation. Um, But no, like, outside of a couple of those names, like, none of the guys that we let go really, like, blew my mind. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. We knew we weren't going to keep more than the two quarterbacks. Um. You know, there's a bunch of random guys that were never really going to make it. You know, Sheldrick Redwine was a somewhat – he had a lot of – he played a lot of snaps last year. That was a name that got cut. Johnny Stanton getting cut. Yep. Um, well, I mean, we were never going to keep two, tight, uh, two fullbacks. No, that was never going to happen. Um, I'm trying to think. Elijah Ten Lee. defensive backs were kept on the roster, but yet um, Sheldrick Redwine was – not one of them. Not one of them. That's that is shocking, actually. Well, I just think that speaks to the quality of moves we made in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, who would who would you who would you have rather have seen let go rather than Sheldrick Redwine? I mean, looking at looking at defensive backs in terms of safeties, like I know Delpit's had his injury concerns, but again, it's similar with Greedy. He was yeah. too high of a draft pick too recently. We, we're not going to give up on that just yet. We just See, that, would been, that would have been my answer. I would have gotten rid of Greedy Williams. Maybe I'm just crazy, but Greedy I Williams just, is not a safety. Well, he's not a safety. Just, I mean, you don't have to take certain spots, certain you know, amount, yeah. allotted places for position, do you? No, but I no, think but what? But safeties. We just need you. Just simply need more corners than safeties. I think defensive backfield is a position. For whatever reason, it just seems like you get to like week seven, eight, nine, ten. Half of the secondaries in the league are mash units. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think you can have enough depth back there, quite frankly. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I hear you. It's just, I mean, Greedy, again, injuries will obviously tell us if this happens or not, but he's a starter right now. I mean, unless unless he's not healthy. Oh, no. Greg Newsom's going to start. I, I'm looking at the website. As of right now, Greedy is the starter. The Browns website? On the Browns website. On the depth chart. It's, it's Denzel at, uh, at left corner and, and Greedy at right. Now you're right. We'll Newsom see. Newsom's next in line, and injuries are clearly going to dictate. We'll see when the official depth chart comes out on like, on game week on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. What 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 it says? 
Yeah. Uh, I did see Mary Kay Cabot report that uh, the three injured LSU Tigers will all be available yes. on Sunday. So OBJ, Delpit, and Greedy will all be available on Sunday against Kansas City. So that's that's good news. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I there wasn't there wasn't a couple mild surprises just to wrap wrap up the the roster talk. Maybe a couple mild surprises that we've talked about, um, but really. You know, I guess this is this is perks of, um, of having a good team and a good roster. Is mm-hmm. there's really not that many spots up for grabs. I mean, yeah. I think that's the main reason why a lot of the starters didn't play at all in the preseason was we kind of know who our starters are. Maybe yeah. on defense a little bit, but the main guys did not play. Nick Chubb didn't play at all in the preseason. OBJ obviously for the injury. Jarvis did not play in the preseason. Uh, Miles did not play in the preseason. Clowney may I, – I can't remember, but I don't think he played in the preseason. Um, Denzel Ward did not play in the preseason. John Johnson did, but he's a new guy getting acclimated to the system, so that makes a little bit of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the offensive line played in that third game with Baker for two series. That was it, Yep. Um, except Treader. He didn't play. Um, Austin Hooper really didn't play. He played a little bit in the third one with Baker, but – Really, you know, the starters, we kind of know who the starters were going to be. No, I hear and you. And that's that's not something we're used to with the Browns. Usually everybody's gunning for every spot, and especially up until the last three up until the last three years, that quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many how many seasons have, have we gone into the week of the first preseason game when we didn't even know who our quarterback our starting quarterback was going to be? There was one year Eric Mangini specifically didn't tell the media until the day before the first game who the starting quarterback was going to be. And that was in 09 when I think it was Brady Quinn over Derek Anderson. Yeah. And I think they let Derek Anderson go after that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a blessing to not even have to think about quarterback right now. I mean, there's a lot of positions we didn't have to think about and that's not something that we're used to. I think that kid, man, I, did you watch any of the third preseason game? No, I did not. You know, the the first thing that Alex Van Pelt talked about when he was hired as offensive coordinator, you know, it was it, we were coming off of 19 when Baker had that really bad season, throwing interceptions left and right mm-hmm. and everything. Alex Van Pelt was the first thing. He's like, "We need we need we need Baker to we need Baker's body and feet to stop playing Metallica and start playing Mozart." Mm. Metallica, he's all over his pl- all over the place with his footwork and his body and his you know his angles and and everything his mechanics and just what and I know it was Atlanta, they suck. I know it was the preseason, whatever. But watching Baker, he looks like a franchise quarterback where you just you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's you know what you're going to get every week. There's some composure. There's some swagger, 100%. but like it's not not unfounded. It's it's yeah yeah. Now, am I but. saying Baker's going to put up MVP numbers this year? Probably not because of the offense we play and the and the the fact that we probably have the best running game in the league. Um, so, are you going to see Baker probably throw thirty to thirty five touchdowns and still probably under four thousand yards? Probably. But that's just a factor of the offense that's, we're running. Yeah, and that's why that's why numbers. And again, I I know I you can you you can always use stats, but like it, to to make a claim. But you just have to. 
it can't be like 100% of the time. You have to you have to keep some things in check. Like, is Baker ever going to be a top five quarterback on paper? Probably not. Statistically, probably not. No, but again, that's that's a symptom of the offense that we're in and the style of play and all the all the other factors. But in terms of like, can he be the guy to lead a franchise? I firmly believe yes. Um, we've got all of the recipe, you know, components. We've got all the ingredients to 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 make. Uh, legitimate run and I think we're going to see Baker have a very 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 quality year and hopefully he does for one for us as a team because obviously the better he does the better we all do and uh, also for himself the better he does now the bigger the payday is going to be and that'll be another bridge we cross at a later date here comes the money but, yeah back up the Brinks trunk because he's about to get paid unless unless he has a truly dismal going backwards type of year he's it's not gonna happen i don't think it will either but he um, that would be the only situation in which we move on you know if he has another year similar to the freddie kitchens year that's yeah. the only way in which this doesn't play out where we extend baker and yeah. he's gonna get paid paid yep. paid 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 <laughs> Money. yes 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 and then i'll be like ryan uh hipster saying that I was yep. on Baker from day. I, I I I had a conversation with my brothers uh, yesterday, where uh, I bragged that uh, I, and I can go back and find the tweet. I don't have the time to do it right now, but I tweeted uh, at halftime of the Oklahoma Georgia Rose Bowl game in 2017. Well, I think it was actually in. It was on New Year's Day, I think. So it was New Year's Day 2018. His last college game, I said QB one. And at that point, I knew we had the first pick, so I'm like QB one. That's that's the guy. You have me B because I remember when we drafted him, I was actually annoyed, and I was like, "Great, we just drafted." Who another. did you want, old Dead Eye Sam Darnold? Uh, yeah. Who? Oh, wait, no. Who was the other quarterback of the year? Josh. I, Allen. Did, I didn't want Rosen. I wanted. I wanted. No, I wanted Darnold. I was enamored by the it whole. It was Baker, year. Darnold, Rosen, uh, Allen, and, Rosen, and yeah. Lamar. Those yeah. were your first-round quarterbacks I, in that order. I was between Darnold and Lamar. And when we drafted Baker, I was like, great, we just drafted Johnny Manziel again. I'm going to say this right now. I know he's won an MVP. He'd be out of the league if the Browns drafted him. Correct. Everything that he's gone through, he would be out of the we league. We would have ruined him. 100%. We would have ruined him. Which is why what Baker has done to me is all that more impressive. Correct. Yeah, so. I, I saw the light of later. You you definitely had me beat on that. Let's go. By the way, here's a quick. I don't have the long hair, the yeah. bun, and the beard <laughs> to be a hipster, but but you have you have it on this one, and I I will wholly concede that to you. Also, one random tangent to go back to the website. I, I it's clearly outdated because it has JOK as a third stringer and Mac Wilson starting, so I don't put a lot of stock in the Browns website at the right. moment. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. walk that one. By the way. I guess another somewhat surprise on the defensive line was Tack McKinley after taking all that personal time away. Yep. Didn't seem to matter all that much. Whatever he was going through, hope he's Holy okay. Smokes. Hope family's okay. Yeah. But he was away for a very long time yeah. and still made the roster. So Made the roster, and then they were posting videos of him um, at practice after he came back. Dude looks fit. Looks good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for looks him. Looks fast. Malik McDowell made the roster. A, a, a weird redemption story. That Early guy, draft pick, jail time, bounced. You know, bounced. If around. that guy can keep his head on straight, that guy like go go watch uh, highlights of Richard Seymour and tell me they're not the same player. Yeah. You know who surprised me that did make the roster because he he apparently came in not looking so hot and was was fading was Billings. After yeah. after being he was a coveted free agent signing away from Cincinnati. Yep. Opted out last year. 
you know, again, I didn't watch. He's very battling. Much. He's battling weight stuff. He's always battled weight stuff, yeah. from what it sounds like. He's a big boy, and he's he's, he's a big he's man. Massive. It's a big dude. So like, to to let what was it? Uh, sh- um, Day. I don't know. Yeah, Sheldon Day. Uh, to to let him go, that was. To me, I guess that was somewhat a, a question mark. Were we going to stick with Billings, the slightly older guy, or were we going to go with the younger body? But, um, yeah, Billings An older Billings guy stuck. who most recently played on the Bengals. I mean, it did me not knowing a whole lot about that guy. It just doesn't sound appealing, but – he you know. he was a I mean he was a quality D tackle though like he he he's never gonna be like a stud star on your team but he he was always very serviceable and did a, a nice job and then he sat out last year because of COVID issues because I right. think he I think he has asthma it's asthma or something like that yeah that's yeah. that's not a good thing to have for really any <laughs> no. athlete right especially when you're carrying around as much weight as that guy is right and there's a debilitating respiratory uh, infectious disease that's mm-hmm. you know. That's just pounding the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, That's – I'm trying to think. We need a new hashtag for the kicking situation. Oh, yeah. I tweeted about that. Like, well, it part- depends on who ac- – well, well, well it's uh, easy. easy. Yoinks. Maybe dance wow. around that one. So Hashtag Rudolph's favorite kicker. Right. We have Chase McLaughlin on, on the roster right now and on the practice squad. Let me I wanna I'm gonna pull up his full name. What is his name? Well, I don't even know his first name. Chase Chase, my name's not Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Chris In the <laughs> on the practice <laughs> On the practice squad is Chris N A G G A R <laughs> Nagar. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Um I don't know anything about the guy. Apparently, he can kick bombs, but again, everyone – I mean, if you're at the NFL level, everybody can kick 60-yard bombs that, that, right. that does, in practice. That doesn't mean anything. He's on the he's on a practice squad for a reason. Um, so if we stick with McLaughlin – because Parky Posse was just so catchy and rolled yep. right off the tongue. I mean, alliteration usually is, yep. is a good way to go. <laughs> alliteration aside, I think I'll take my chances. Yeah, right. Right. So, I, I mean, McLaughlin is going to – until I, – I could see the Browns being – every year there's always, like, one or two teams that, like, immediately bounce a kicker after, like, one or two bad games. I could see that being us this year. We've done it. We, we have done it. We will Zane do it. Zane Gonzalez. I mean, and, Zane uh, Gonzalez. Well, we did it with Seibert, too. He had one year, and then so the next year. That's the guy. Guess who's with the Detroit Lions now? Awesome oh, Cy- Cybert. Oh, Cybert's in yeah. Detroit now. There you go. Um, John was... Dorsey drafted him. Mm. Uh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's I mean, Dor- Dorsey a, likes his own guys. It's He's... just such a Lions move to, you know, hire a guy who's now just going to bring in all of his old rejects. Well, that, that, I mean, that happens all over the league. I mean, that's the NFL in a nutshell, but but I feel like Dorsey embodies that better than anybody. He really – he's an old-school guy – because, like, Andrew Barry is not one of those guys where, like, he kept plenty of previous regime's guys if they were if they were quality and, more importantly, if the deals made sense. Well, so, so – he's, he's not enamored just by who drafted you or who brought you in, but if so you're he's contributing. Kinda, yeah, but he's kind of getting away with that a little bit because he was actually part of the previous regime. It's also true. He worked for he worked for Dorsey. Yeah, under Dorsey. Right, yeah, because he was he was gone for what? He one left year for or two? one year. He went to the Eagles for one year. Yeah. So the the, the nineteenth yeah. year, everything went to hell. It's because Andrew Barry left. Yeah. He was he was the guy that was holding Dorsey back from making a bunch of dumb moves. Yeah. Like <laughs> hiring Freddie Kitchens. I mean, Freddie Kitchens didn't have anything to do with that. Frankly, that was. I mean, at the end of the day, was that a Dorsey hire or was that a Haslam hire? Uh. Kitchens? Yeah. Uh, I was 100% Dorsey. You think? Yeah, because um, 
DePodesta wanted to hire Stefanski, 19. Oh, yeah. So hey man, I, I'm I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and I when agree. it's supposed to happen. Again, I don't think we would have been bad under Stefanski if we had gone with him the first time around. Yeah. But Stefanski I, with Dorsey as the GM would have been weird. I yes, and I think that we now have a better situation. Hundred percent. Um, and so obviously it sucked to have to use the 2019 season as like a sacrificial lamb to like <laughs> to sacrifice to the football gods. But I feel like because we suffered through that, we're in a better position from 20 going forward. Yeah. So. I mean, the roster, you know, the roster is what it is. We got a bunch of those fringe guys on the practice squad, which is cool to see. And uh, and, and now we roll forward. And, yeah, I'm excited. You you mentioned the depth chart. I'm excited to see that, you know, come out. Is that Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, midweek, whatever it is. Uh, it comes out midweek. Well, so their, their first injury report has to come out midweek. Yeah. I think their first they, – they come back to practice tomorrow. Yeah. Because they gave them the entire weekend off. Yep. Um. I think they practice tomorrow, and then it's right into normal game week stuff with Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practices. We're on to Kansas City. Yeah, Friday. Friday's a walkthrough, and then Saturday you're traveling. So going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. There's been a lot of interesting takes on, is this a must win? And I'm like, can we stop with the week one as a week must win? Week one? I know, but I'm here. I'm seeing it. I'm here. Well, so here's, so here's the thing. There's a little bit of intrigue with this one because – if the Browns are as good as we think they're going to be, this game could determine home field advantage for a potential AFC Championship matchup. It's true. It, it, it could. Feel, it feels dramatic, but you're right. Yeah. You're right. Like, it, like, it, whenever we would have played Kansas City. Like, if we would have played Kansas City in Week 13 and both teams are 10-2 and two or 10-1 and, 10 and one or whatever, this game, probably because it's the tiebreaker, it's the head-to-head tiebreaker, probably determines home field advantage. Yeah. So, for that aspect, yes. I mean, it's not a must-win to be like, oh, if we lose to the Chiefs, like the season's over. Like, right. It's not a must-win in that sense, but you're yeah. right. It has implications. I mean, here, here's my thing. I think that at this point in time, this is not a knock on the Browns, but at this point in time, the Chiefs are such a well-oiled machine that they're just going to roll through. Like, I, they're almost going to be bored with the regular season. Do you you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. kind kind of like a lot of the times how you see like LeBron-led teams, how like the regular season is just such a boring. Like we just got to do what we got to do to get to the playoffs, yeah. and then it actually like then the season really starts. Like I, I feel like that is similar and comparable to the Chiefs. Now it's a little different because football has such a you know the NFL has such a shorter schedule and yada yada. But you know, barring any major injuries to key components, I feel like it's a foregone conclusion that we're talking about the Chiefs at a minimum in the second round of the playoffs and likely the AFC Championship game. I definitely agree with where you're going with that, but that being said, they're not going to be bored for this game. They won't be bored for this game. I I mean, you're right. It's it's you know season opener for them, specifically home opener, uh, not to mention against a, a, another team that they will likely either face or could could likely face in the playoffs. You yeah. know, they're, they're definitely going to be up for this game. I just think where I was going with this is I just think that the the Chiefs are going to have a better regular season than us. Now, if we meet in the playoffs, I'm still very much willing to bet on us. Like I, I think we have great pieces, parts to set up for playoff football come that time of year. But like I, we've got a bunch of games. That, like looking at our schedule, we got a bunch of games. That's that, why that's why getting into the playoffs and winning in the playoffs last year was so freaking big. Yeah, that that experience for for everybody, so player, big. players and staff alike, was massively important. Oh, you mean kicking Pittsburgh's face in and being up twenty-eight nothing after the first quarter in the playoffs game at Heinz Field? Like, I will oh, literally, oh, that was I will, I will oh. literally never forget that high. 
I will never forget that feeling. Ask him. I was running around my house. Yeah. Yeah. I will never forget that. And that was an appropriate reaction for that. (laughs) For a a place where we hadn't won in 18 years, and to be doing that? We had never beaten Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. Never, not one. Man, time, I can't. Folks. I can't play my hockey. That's also, man. What another? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a what a horribly uh, unfortunate stat that is, though. <laughs> that that is a bummer. I mean, I'm Ugh. glad it's finally over in That's that sense. Right. But like, holy crap! But we yeah, have, like, we have an opportunity to beat that team three times in one calendar year, if we sweep them this year, because the playoff game was in January. I tell you what, if you ask me. Like two months ago, if we would sweep them, I would have said no. I'm feeling a lot better. And I, you know me. I'm like the negative Nancy who's always worried about everything. Very much so. I feel a lot more comfortable now. Yeah. They're, um, from all the, all the reports coming out of uh, Steeler camp, their offensive line is in shambles right now. Right. But thank God they drafted a running back. <laughs> well, if you talk to Steeler fan, he, he solves all their problems. You know what? About, you know what? You know kind of what I'm feeling? I feel like uh, Najee Harris is about to get the Trent Richardson treatment. <laughs> I hope well, you so. Mean, yeah. well, you mean where he, he gets a, a flashbang thrown in his face whenever he touches the right. <laughs> pretty, yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's he's going to have no – yeah. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. No, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's, I've never heard thought of it put like that. Uh, but that's, yeah. I mean, there is. You can go You can go on YouTube and look up uh, Trent, uh, Trent Richardson runs, and there are, like, holes no. the width of this room that he missed. Yeah, not <laughs> – yeah. yeah, if Not he had good. a, if he still had a Madden uh, like awareness rating, it'd be like negative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one. It's the one good thing Joe Banner ever did for the Browns was 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 fleece the Colts out of a first round pick. How on? Yeah, honestly, God, <laughs> if if you were to do like a like a like a top ten like most absurd drafts of the past decade, or, or you yeah. know, in the NFL, like that, that's got to be a top five. Yeah. That's I don't know who we drafted with that pick. It probably wasn't. We probably good. no. We well, that's irrelevant. Yeah, we. we Definitely bungled that. Yeah, I'm Joe, sure ba- we did. Joe Banner. Then uh, it wasn't with this pick, but he then picked uh, Barkevius Mingo with the sixth overall pick in that next draft. I think draft. he's still Bar-Kevious. in the NFL. Barkevius. Uh, no, he's did not. He, is he, he finally got, out? He, no, well, he's he's out because he got in trouble with the law. Of course he did. <clears throat> he was bouncing around like a bunch of random teams for years. Uh, I think he, I think his last team he was with the Patriots actually, and then he got in trouble for something, and they they cut bait. Yep. Was he late for a meeting? No, I don't think that was it. Right. I think it was much more serious, but. So some people get cut for that. Well, here's especially the Patriots, right? So Dan, you mentioned home field advantage and how this game is going to be important in in that regard. If you were to reevaluate the schedule, so we did the schedule game a while ago. If you have you changed your opinion either direction at all, or are you still kind of where you were before? Because if I'm not mistaken, did you have a 13 and four? Is that yeah? Because I had us like I said at best 13 and four, but I felt better at 12 and five, and realistically could see 11 six. I remember again. I'm always hedging because I'm I'm a I get I don't like I, I don't I don't understand so. I don't understand the people that that say 11, 11 and six because like you like like you actually think we're going we could be worse than we were last year. So I have all of our game results from our podcast back on June. Oh, do you have that? All right, where it was revisit. Uh, Dan had the Browns at fourteen and three. Let's go. Ryan had eleven and six, and I had thirteen and four. And with put both to, feet in the pool, man. And with regard yeah. with regard to <laughs> this first game, Dan was the only one of the three of us who had the Browns leaving Kansas City with a W. Going to Kansas City. So all right, Kansas let me, City, I here I come. I I I'm assuming I had a splitting with the Steelers and splitting with the Ravens. So you there's did. there's two losses. I also am. 
Losing with losing to the Chiefs, probably. Correct. Three. And the Chargers. See, that was the one where I was just like, I'm a I'm a big Herbert guy. You did have us. You were one, the only we're, one of the three of us who had us losing to. We're we're LA at Chargers. we're at LA, and Herbert is a baller. Um, you don't think there's any losing two of the last three? Oddly enough, Ryan. You don't think there's week 15 and 16. One of those was Green Bay, and then I I don't remember who was week 16, but. 16 is Green Bay, 17 is is, Pitts, is at Pittsburgh. Remember, there's, at remember, Pittsburgh remember there's too, yeah. eight, 18 weeks in the NFL season this year. Right? Yeah, because of 17 games. In the I'm bye still week. yeah. I keep doing the math on my schedule all wrong. It's, yeah, for that reason, I keep getting all goofed up by the 17 game. Um, and you don't think there's you don't think there's any chance uh, with a brand new head coach, um, Justin Herbert has a maybe not as uh, severe of a sophomore slump as Baker, but. You don't think there's any chance he has a sophomore slump? No, I definitely think there is a chance. I just, I, I just don't think it will be bad enough. And I, I like their defense enough as well that I think that they're going to pose uh, a, a pretty substantial problem at their place. You know, traveling to the West Coast can can be tough. Well, is it really? I, I, I well, they have no home field advantage in terms of like a fan, but I just mean I like the fully, time zones. And, there's gonna I, be a ton of Browns fans. At that I stadium, fully I expect there to be more Browns fans there than Chargers fans. Very well, could I be. I certainly hope Justin Herbert doesn't have a sophomore slump because he's my starting fan in QB. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. that. I, I, well, I, let's let's just say I hope he has a sophomore slump for that game. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I just – to go back to what you were asking earlier, and Dan, in terms of, like, do I think we could have a worse year than last year? And I think that it's hard to do that. It's just you can't compare one year to the next because – I know. I get that. Schedules are just so wildly different. Like, I mean, there's like, – we have – so we week four, we're at Minnesota. Do I think we should beat – we should absolutely beat Minnesota. Could Kirk Cousins flare up and have, like, one of his, like, two or three great games that he has every year to kind of sure. keep himself relevant? Yeah, he could. Sure. Do I think it's, you know, likely? Not so much, but it could. I mean, the schedule's so weird. Just and for so, the record, Dan and I actually had us losing that game. Did I have us winning that one? Yeah. You were know. the only one of the three who had See, us you guys are so game. negative, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. And you, and you apparently don't remember what you <laughs> I don't remember. Sh- I don't remember a damn thing, he's apparently. Over, he's over here like, uh, yeah, that Minnesota game, hey, I'm telling you, it could trip us no, up. And Steve's I'm, like, well, you like, had us winning it. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, in any given any given week, like, yeah, yeah. there's just so many variables. Like, I okay, so Texans... I'm going to go through the games that like we are absolutely. Well, if you ask Jordan, hold, 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 well, on, yeah. hold on a second here. You guys, yeah. met, you mentioned Sarah McLaughlin earlier. <laughs> Who's the team in the league that they're going to be playing Sarah McLaughlin in the back and be like, please adopt the uh, players from this team at the, the trade Texans. deadline? Yeah. it's going to be the Texans. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like in terms of <laughs> games, I terrible. absolutely feel like we should 1,000 percent lock up. There are not many. Like Texans, Broncos. Because Drew Locke's a bum, and he's well, not. Drew Locke's not even he's, he, That's what I'm saying. Like he's not even the start. He got booted because he's uh, Teddy B in favor of Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you guys are gonna laugh. I don't even feel confident that we're gonna sweep the Bengals. Oh my god! I'm just saying. There's the lion. The Lions will now. definitely shellack. Um, Did you see some of the passes Joe Burrow threw in the preseason? Well, actually, he only threw a couple. I think well, I, he probably didn't. I don't even much, care right? about that. The Bengals can't block anyone. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, they're, they're, like Joe Burrow's coming off the ACL injury, and there's like in practice they're saying that he he will not step into throws because of how bad the offensive line is. Yeah. Hmm. Like you have this, they're gonna get him murdered. We're, they're gonna Tim Couch him. That's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I have, I have no. I have no. 
And did you, have you seen how many passes Jamar Chase has dropped in the in the preseason? Has he had like that? four drops in, the, in one of the preseason games. That's hilarious. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Yeah. After the second one, I would just not throw him the ball. I was, no, I mean, <laughs> for them, I was so I was such a Penny Sewell guy that like the fact that they didn't take him, like not oh. that I I don't want anybody to get hurt, if but you, like if Burrow gets hurt again, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like y'all, what were you doing? If you and I'm not saying the Detroit Lions are like like brilliant like football acumen uh, personnel department or whatever, but if you saw, and again this is another thing I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, tout YouTube again. If you go to YouTube and you look up uh, Lions War Room when they draft Penny Sewell, I mean they look like they just won the 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 four hundred sixty eight million dollar uh, Powerball or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. The fact that he fell to that, and I, I, I know that nobody really seems to have a ton of faith in. Um, he's never played a snap in the NFL, and he's a Hall of Fame caliber left tackle. I was, I mean, that's what I was saying. Is like the the Bengals looked the next Joe Thomas in the face and said, "Just kidding. I'm yeah. gonna, we're going to go with the wide receiver." Yep. And at the end of the day, I know that they took a uh, an offensive lineman in the, in the next round, but to me, the drop off between Sewell and the and a second round offensive lineman. Yes. And Chase and a second round wide receiver yes. is very much not the same yes. thing. The difference between There's, a top of the the top of the draft offensive tackle and even a second round tackle or guard or whatever not close. is is chasmus. Not close. And and with receivers, there's just simply so many more of them. And these guys are and again, I'm not not even knocking Chase. He's gonna be he's a talented guy. I'm sure he's gonna get. He's got the yips right now. He's, he'll get the drop thing figured out eventually. I'm not even really worried about that for, for sure. on their behalf. But like, your quarterback can't throw from his back, and especially coming off his his with his injury history, he's the Bengals are in a rough place. So maybe I yeah. And their defense blows. Yeah, they had one good player on defense last year, Carl Lawson, and he's now and he's, with the uh, Jets, and he tore his Achilles. Yeah, I saw he just got hurt. Though. And the other, the other good who was getting up there in age, the other good uh, player they had on defense is Geno Atkins. He's no longer with the Bengals. I don't even know if he's with a team. I don't know. I'll Google him real quick. But yeah, I'm not worried about the Bengals. Uh, I'm also not worried about the Steelers. If the Browns, if the Browns don't go five and one in the division, I'm going to be upset. I think I think split with the Ravens and sweep. Yeah. I'm giving the Ravens that much credit, even though I don't even think they're that good because they've lost so much on defense. And J.K. Dobbins is now out for the year. That that okay, so that was a massive loss for them. Huge loss. Massive for loss for them. Um. Yeah, I, five five and one. I, I would in the division. I'd probably go four and two. Well, I mean, if they go four and two, I'm not gonna you know. Stomp right. on the table. You'll be annoyed, be but like pissed. it won't be like the end of the world. Because yeah. to me, to me, if we go four and two in the division, we're losing a game that we probably should have won. Like, like you know, something fluky happens at the end, or something yeah. like something like that, or whatever. But the big, the big games for me that are going to be the biggest question mark games are going to be Week One, Kansas City. For me, I, I know this is probably not agreed upon, um, but Week Five at Chargers. Um. And then uh, late in the season at Green Bay, week 16. Those are like the three, like, yeah. those are going to be, like, if we could get one of those, if we can get one of those games, I'd feel a hell of a lot better about the rest of the season. Well, now that the Packers have figured out their situation with Aaron Rodgers, that that becomes a much tougher game, obviously. Yes. Um, at Lambeau, Christmas Eve, which is weird because I don't think the NFL, has the NFL ever done games on Christmas Eve? 
I mean, uh, if, if it fell on a Sunday, yeah. I but, normally think of yes, Christmas. But Eve, this game's on Saturday. I, I normally if, think of Christmas as basketball. If, if Christmas right. falls on a Sunday, they, they usually play that week's games Saturday. Oh, right. actually, yeah. That week 16, that actually is Christmas Day. Saturday. Oh, it's Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas. Saturday. Yeah, okay. Saturday is the 25th. All right, well. Good thing the Cavs suck and they're not going to be on Christmas Day <laughs> basketball because I will be watching the Browns. It's going to be a lot of years until we have to worry about that again. Also, that game is going to be on Amazon, so I can watch it. Oh, there you go. There you go. I think after week three. Hashtag team no cable. I think after week three, every Thursday night game is on Amazon. I think you're right about that, too. Yeah. You know what another game is going to be interesting, too? Week 10 at Patriots. Yeah. People are that talking. That is pe- an interesting pe- People one. are speaking highly of Mac Jones. Which I think is hilarious because I think he's such a, a dumpy goof, but they're rolling with him, man. So was Brady before Brady. That's what so. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The question there is: Do the Patriots have enough defense to hold the Browns back enough to win the game? I'm not well, convinced that they do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They lost about six or seven starters for COVID opt-outs last year, so it depends on if those guys that are coming back are still that good or not. Yeah, who who's coming back and are they who they? Yeah. Used I know to Stephon be. Gilmore. I think is starting the year on the pup list. Because uh, he had off-season surgery, uh, so he's out. I think for the first six weeks, but that game is week ten, so he'll probably be back by then. Mm-hmm. For the record, all three of us had the Browns leaving Foxborough with a win. That's let's go. Yeah, that's probably because I was like, "Nah, Max a joke," and Cam will be there still probably. Yeah, JK. Nope. <laughs> Cam gone. He gone. He gone. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really. I man. I. I keep going back and forth on this week. Now, this is a question I wanted to ask. Do you guys agree with me that if if you go into a season knowing you're going to play the Chiefs, I I'd much rather play them when we are playing them than later in the season. I'd much rather get, Correct. I'd much rather play them week 1 and uh try and, you know, get them before they're in full. Now, same can be said about us. We won't be in full rhythm, but you know, maybe get them when they're not firing on all cylinders like they otherwise would be, say, in like week 10, 11, 12, something like that? See, in most cases, I would agree with a take like that, but in this case, I don't, and here's why. I I sort of subscribe to Ryan's theory that the Chiefs are going to have some times this year where they're not super motivated, they're a little bit bored. I feel like if you snuck this game in like week eight, week nine, Mm. it it might actually be better for us. And then the other side of this is, is Kansas City, the last time they were on the field, they got their brains beat in by Tampa Bay. They've had this date circled for months and months. Is there something to be said? I think we're going to get the hardest game we possibly can. Is there something to be said about the hangover for the Super Bowl loser? Is that still out there? Uh, I mean, there... That doesn't happen every year? There could be. So under that scenario... You'd have to say, well, how would they not make the postseason? So, like, that would mean that the Chargers are doing really well. That would probably mean that the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders are doing better than we expect, and Kansas City would probably be finishing third place in the division. Is that possible? I don't know. But that doesn't maybe, mean, but, but it's not likely. But that doesn't mean anything for us because we're playing them week one. We're playing them before they have a chance to play those teams in the division. Mm. Yeah, I. I, I lean more towards where you're at, Dan. Like week one, like before they have I just think any we, new yeah. film on us, before they have any, yeah. like we have, think about how much Especially our on the defense is being re- yes. re- Now on the flip side of that though, most of their core guys are back. And oh, by sure. the way, they completely retooled that offensive line. Their offensive line, now granted, we've got a ridiculous defensive line and our defense has improved but, like, for sure. Yes, but, but 
their their offensive line hasn't had any time to. But they, if I'm not mistaken, Kansas City played a decent amount of starters. They did, but their the preseason. preseason is a lot different than when the bullets are true, flying. But they're still, you know, they, all of the guys that they really are playing on that offensive line are a bunch of vets. Like I, I trust that they're going to yeah. be able to, yeah, that's true. You know, adapt faster than if they had drafted a whole bunch of guys. But sure. I mean, big picture. It, I see there's merit on both sides of it, and I would lean towards let's just do this thing now before they have minimal – because Andy Reid is such a good let's coach. Let's get it on. Let's just get it over with. Like, if I was going to play him, like, week one or any other point in the season, I'd say let's just bite the bullet, try to catch him off guard, hit him with some trickeration before they've got any more film on us and, and see if we can get one. Um, I still don't think that we will. Not that – again, not, not as a – like, I think we're scrubs. I just simply think that they're – just so damn good. Yeah, um, they are. W- w- is there a possibility we win? Of course. I'm not going in thinking like, oh, my God, there's no way we win. Sure. I'm just like right now, if you made me pick, it's like 60-40. Like, like so, I, I'd, I'd put us like a little a little outside of a coin toss. So it's a gonna, it'll be a good game. Yeah. I just think that like they edge us out. So ordinarily in, you know, game weeks, we pre- predict the next game. We get the score prediction for the game. Mm. So, I mean, why don't we do that right now? Yeah. I'm also I'm also very glad that this like if we were gonna if we knew we were gonna play them and we knew we were gonna play them week one I'm very glad that this is a road game and not a home game. Yes, our road schedule by the way is a gauntlet. Our home schedule we should we should go we could go, we could go nine and zero at home this year. We I mean we really it makes could. it very easy to pick games. Really, yeah right. With yeah. all the hard games being on the road. Our schedule really broke out like the worst games, which you could argue that that's that, that although that's a good strategy when your team is bad. The Browns are legitimately good, so. Like a game like, like, you know, a, a game that say the Browns came in off of a four and twelve season, you know, maybe a toss up game. You're like, oh, they'll find a way to lose that game. Yeah. Oh no, I completely agree with that. We're, we have a hard, we have a hard schedule on the road, but I think a lot of those games, because of how good we think our football team is going to be, a lot of those games are toss ups. Yeah. But I, general, as a general rule of thumb, I agree with you. you it, for prediction's sake, you want your easy games at home and your the hard games on the road. Right. So, who wants to give a score prediction mm. first? Oh boy! All right, I'll start. There we um, go. <laughs> the obviously you wanted Browns. to. <laughs> the Browns will play. They'll they'll score a bit in this game. You know, I I think we'll get some you know individual good efforts on defense, but it, it I just don't think it'll be quite enough to slow down Kansas City's offense. And then it, in the long haul of the game. And then there is also the fact that we just don't win openers in general, which you know I, I don't really pick the Browns usually to win Week One, so I'm not going to do it this time. I'm going to say Kansas City 38-27. Okay. I like it to be a fairly, like a moderately high-scoring game, but I think it'll be closer. Okay. I was I was kind of in the like 31-27 realm. <laughs> like I could see you know. Like again, upper twenties, low thirties, but I, I think we'll keep it tighter. I think we lose for the record. I, I think it'll be okay. we'll lose by less than a touchdown. And I would let's just say thirty one twenty seven. All right. <laughs> Daniel. This is a revenge game nineteen years in the making. <laughs> the Browns are going the to Dwayne a, Rudd game. the brand the Browns. <laughs> How could I ever forget that? I was at that game. If I'm Kevin Stefanski, I am slapping that that box score on the. <laughs> I can't even get through it. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> 
The reason why I said that was I think the final score is going to resemble that a little bit. I don't think a Kansas City Chiefs guy is going to rip off his helmet and chuck it down the field like <laughs> Dwayne Rudd did. <laughs> but I think that uh, this whole kicker thing that we've got ourselves going on, mm. I think we are going to be on the right side of history on, on, uh, on that scenario. Usually uh, with kickers ever since Phil Dawson – with us, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. If it's not a doink off the upright, it's there. a kick getting blocked and getting returned for a touchdown and losing on Monday Night Football. I was there for that against the Ravens. There for that too. Brutal. Um, I but laughed. I, but I think the Browns win in Kansas City on a Chase McLaughlin game-winning 42-yard field goal, 42-41. Mm-hmm. High-scoring affair. Who needs defense? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I, I think our defense is going to be much improved. I don't think it's going to be much improved week one just because we're going to have seven to eight to nine new starters on defense, and it's week one, and it's against and the, the most lethal offense in the NFL. That's right. I probably have us very under – I probably the score I've got – I've got the score probably low on both ends. Well, I don't yeah. know. I mean, 31 points, that's, that's it's a lot. Not, it's not nothing. It's a lot. But it's a lot. That, that team that, – that, yeah, that team in there is high octane. Boy, I'll, they, I'll, they say, I'll, I'll say this – the only way that we keep the Chiefs' offense down is not going to be anything that our defense does in week one. It's just going to be us playing ball control offense with the right. running game. Now That that, that is, would be a good strategy. Yeah. Right. The only problem – see, the problem with us having such a good running game is everybody thinks that uh, we can control the, the time of possession on every but, – but at any given point, Nick Chubb can just break one, and we could have like a seven-second drive. Right. And score a touchdown because he breaks an eighty-five. Point. I mean, frankly, like we like you could point to that last year Monday night against the Ravens. We scored too fast. Right. We and gave also, Tucker an opportunity to go kill and us, I, and, he and did. I will and I will say this: I don't really expect Baker to have big stats in that game. Not because I don't think Baker is is good enough to play against Patrick Mahomes, but if you go back to the playoff game, and I think Kevin Stefanski recognizes this, Kareem Hunt in a game against his former team that cut him now. The merits of him being cut are not really arguable, but still, in in his eyes, that's the team that cut him. In the playoff game, he didn't touch the ball once in the first half. I think Kevin Stefanski is going to rectify that in this game, and I think I would not be shocked if both Chubb and Hunt carry the ball for. Well, I won't say carry, touch the because Kareem Hunt's very dangerous catching the ball in the backfield. Yeah, I think both Chubb and Hunt have twenty touches in this game. I could see that. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I'm with, Baker will not have a great I, numbers and, game yeah. simply not because he's going to have a bad day, yeah, because see, his opportunities will be so limited. Right. And, and unless we get down by three touchdowns in the first half, like the first quarter, I don't think Baker's going to throw the ball more than 20, 25 times in this game. True. Which is hilarious because I just said that our offense is going to put up 42 points. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that. Obviously, uh, we will not be going – uh, through every game as we do our our scoring predictions on the post game show for the next week every week so be on the lookout for that um one i think one more thing that i wanted to get to before we kind of go around the league and pick our division division winners is um who are your breakout guys for the browns this year whether it's rookies or guys that you know just take advantage of an opportunity and just break out who are those guys for you for you this year I think I'm sure I know who Ryan's is. Employee fifty one. No, I mean for I mean yeah, he's playing for his life because he he could get cut at any minute. So I mean that that yeah, no, he wouldn't. He wasn't the first to get for the for the first thing that came to me is a different linebacker. It's JOK. 
Okay. Um, going with the rookie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, going going with a position that we really need to step up. Mm-hmm. A guy who slid in the draft. You know, for there's there's a million different reasons. He. And man, I'll tell you what, I you cannot convince me otherwise that we did not draft him to be our Joker card when we play the Ravens to have that, him just shadow Lamar Jackson all over the field. No, I completely agree. He he is the Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes type of guy. He he's he's the guy that we used to throw out there to counter those types of quarterbacks, specifically yep. those two guys. Yeah. So I think in terms of defense. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we added a. I mean, you could you could pick any of the new defensive additions. There's so many new guys on defense. John Johnson, um, John Johnson Troy would be Hill. would be great. Hills, you know, quality, greedy, and Delpit, you know, guys who've been here but hurt and not really showing us anything yet. So like, man, that's the, you could pick literally damn near anybody on not, defense. He, yeah, he's not my pick just because I think the Browns are going to ease him into the defensive lineup, especially at the start of the season. But if there's if there's a guy that I want to see break out this year more than anybody else, it's Grant Delpit. I hope so too. Oh. Because one, it'd be great to see from another position that struggled last year. Yes. Um employee twenty three. Right. Oh, God. Has anybody picked him up by any no. chance? No? no. Absolutely not. Are we sure about that? I want to Google that. He's probably a freshman wide receivers coach too. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Speaking Sendejo. of high school football, did you see P. Rivs uh, just running up the score on guys in his yes. uh, high school coaching debut? Beat some team like 59 nothing or something in his first game? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. He, he's, uh, he's awesome, by the way. I, I talk about guys that I just – you're never going to get me to say a bad word about Philip Rivers. Loved Philip Rivers. I just love – I love clips of him because he's always so passionate oh, yeah. and riled and up. Never, but he, but never he never swears, like, ever. Dag it's, it's, it's always dag nabbit or doggone yeah. it or yeah. yep. G. Willikers and Shoot. all. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, shoot. Yeah. He's also got like 700 kids. He's trying yeah. to like create his own – I think he's trying to create his own football roster just yep. with kids that he made. Um, so you're going with uh, uh, I, yeah, JOK? I, I would probably go JOK. I know it's obvious, but, you know, you know who else I would throw in consideration would be um, on the other side of the ball. I'm leaning towards Peoples-Jones have, having, a, having a really quality breakout year yeah. in the event that either uh, – um, Odell or Landry either get hurt or for for whatever reason, if we're having issues, I could see Peoples Jones having a really big breakout year. And I know I'm yeah. going to be the hipster uh, on sure. Peoples Jones. So those are probably the two names that jump out to me first. Uh, first of all, Steve, uh, for me, it's got to be John Johnson. I mean, you, okay. you talk about, you know, is he a breakout guy though? He, I mean, it, it I guess seems it's, like a, it's a little too obvious, but I mean, his first year on the Browns. Yeah, okay. So okay. like, I think you're just gonna see. Maybe, maybe you won't see it week one, but once we start playing offenses that are not Kansas City, you're gonna immediately see a difference in our safeties and our defensive backfield with you know with him back there and not Sandejo or not Sheldrick Redwine or whatever. And, you know, th- yeah. that was just constantly a problem a year ago. I don't think you're gonna see nearly as big now. The Browns may have many games where they're winning and the other team has to throw the ball 50 times to, to stay in the game. That's going to obviously increase sure. the pressure and make it difficult on your de- defensive backs. But I don't think you're going to see the constant breakdowns and you're not going to hear his name being called nearly as much as you heard Sandejo or Redwines. So, I mean, to me, that's – I mean, maybe that's just a little obvious, but I'm, I got to go with that, period. Did Did you – so John Johnson, yeah, and did you have anybody else? Who were you saying? Uh, I'm sorry. Honestly, 
I mean, Ryan took a little bit of my thunder. I do think <laughs> I do think Peoples Jones is going to okay. Be yeah, a I mean, bit, you can say that is going to have a slightly bigger impact than he's had. <clears throat> I wonder a little bit about that third receiver spot with with Higgins there too. You know, what what is the share going to be between Peoples Jones and Higgins? But Peoples Jones, people forget the made some huge plays at times last season. The one that comes to mind for me in particular was the one in Cincinnati where oh, you know, yeah. it, it was a late drive in the game winner. So, you know, he's certainly capable of big things, and I think that you're going to see a little, a little more of that this year. Okay, very good. Um, all right, for me, my breakout on defense, uh, I freaking – Love this guy. I think this guy is uh, going to have, and I know he's, I know he's on the enemy right now, but I think this this kid is going to have Joe Hayden level impact for us mm-hmm. early on, and that's Greg Newsom. Yeah. I love this kid. He's big. He's long. He's he competes. Um, I I think we have we have two shut. Maybe not right away. Like, I fully expect him to get picked on by Patrick Mahomes in week one. But I think we have two shutdown corners on our hands with Denzel and Greg Newsom. I think the world of this kid. Um, I think he has defensive rookie of the year potential. Um, and I'm I'm super excited to see him play. I think he starts from week one. That's why I was so shocked when you read that Greedy Williams thing early in the, early in the show. Yeah. I don't think there's any way Greedy Williams is starting over Greg Newsom. No, not in, a in hindsight, looking at how out of date this is, I y- right. you are definitely correct. This is from I thought this was more updated than it actually was. Yeah. And then my offensive guy is going to be he has not been mentioned. Well, you guys both mentioned Peoples Jones, so I'm not going to make that three for three just on just on uh, <laughs> principle principle alone. Although I, I do love Peoples Jones, I think I think he's great. I think he's going to break out, and I think that could be at the cost of Rashard Higgins a bit. Just because, yeah. just because we don't play many receivers in this offense, you know, if Peoples Jones is on the field and OBJ and Jarvis are healthy, Higgins isn't going to be on the field. The Browns don't run four receiver sets hardly ever. Not usually, no. Very rarely. Um, but my breakout guy is going to be a guy. He's in a contract year. He just trained. He just changed agents back to his original agent, and got away from Drew Rosenhaus. I think it's David Njoku. Mm. I think David Njoku could really? ca- I think David Njoku could catch 10 to 12 touchdowns this year just in the red zone alone. We love our we love our tight ends. Do, do I think he's going to catch 60 balls for, you know, 900 yards and 12 touchdowns? No, I think he could have 35 catches for 400 yards, but I do I think he can be an absolute menace in the red zone. I think other than Sandejo, he was the player you were probably hardest on last year. This is why it's so surprising to me that you're saying this. I agree, but I I've I've listened to I've listened to Baker this offseason continually praise Njoku on how he's coming which is which is weird because David Njoku is one hundred percent a body guy. He's been a body guy since he's been in the league. But Baker said he's coming to come into camp this year in much better shape. Um I think he's not he's not requesting a trade anymore because he doesn't have Drew Rosenhaus as his agent anymore. Um I think he's going to come in with a renewed focus. He's come out in the media and said that he wants to uh, sign an extension with the Browns. So we'll see what that looks like in the offseason. I'm also going to go and say I've been I was very underwhelmed with Austin Hooper last year. Mm-hmm. And I think Njoku looks at that tight end situation and also with Harrison Bryant. He had his moments last year as a rookie, but 
The guy has a problem with putting the ball on the ground. Well, he had some really frustrating, difficult moments. Fumbles last and drops year last year. I think Njoku, if he's going to become a big time tight end in this league, it's going to be this year with the circumstances around it. And like I said, he might only catch 30 balls this year for about 400 yards, but he could catch 10 to 12 touchdowns because he's such an athletic mismatch in the red zone. Njoku hasn't been good since week two of the. 2019 season when Baker threw that hospital pass over the middle of MetLife Stadium and he got dumped on his head. So this would be a heck of a – I mean, if he does what you're saying that he's going to do, he could be in in line for possibly comeback player of the year. Yeah. You know. And, hey, breakout stars, you got to take a little bit of a risk. These are guys that are unproven, Mm -hmm. either are new to the team, like Steve said with John Johnson, or young guys or, you know, guys that we want to come back and make an impact. So – I'm going out on a limb with Njoku. I fully know it, but I think in the right in the right circumstance, I think he could blossom this year. And we know Baker loves him. We know Baker trusts him. Right. And I don't. Yeah. So if I he don't, stays healthy when he's on the field, you know, he's going to get opportunity. And he's in the right system for a for yeah. a bounce back. That's for sure. Knowing yeah, how I, many two tight end sets we run, knowing how yes. the chemistry that he has with Baker, like there, there's a lot of there's a lot of components that lead me to believe yeah. this is not so crazy. I, yeah. I'm and I, I think he's going to be a little bit more. You know, Coach Stefanski is going to trust him a little bit more this year because I, he was he was much going into last season. He was much more of a head case, you know, with the whole what a uh, what a whirlwind. With... I want to get traded. No, I don't want to get traded. No, I actually do want to get traded. No, I'm good. I don't want to get traded. With all that stuff, and like I said, I think he's going to be motivated in a contract year. This is his, the Browns pick the the Browns picked up his fifth year option, so it's obvious to me that they had plans for him. Um. So we'll see what happens. You know, I don't know. I could be, I could be off my rocker, and maybe he catches fifteen passes, and you know, it, it's 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 just as likely that he gets injured again because oh, he's you, been injured his whole career. You made a very convincing argument here, Dan, and you're exactly right that the tight end situation, and as much as the Browns like to run thirteen personnel, it's there's definitely a possibility that this could play out this way, and if it does, that is much to the team's benefit. Yeah, and 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 like I said, for me, it's he's going to be a red zone warrior. I think. He's going to do most of his damage in the red zone. So if he's able to catch the ball and Baker can get it to him, I think he could have a big year touchdowns-wise. So we've discussed at length um, week one. We've discussed uh, quite a bit on the schedule as well. Um, So we need to get to our division winners uh, selections Mm -hmm. here. So back last time around, uh, Dan and I had the Browns winning the AFC North. Ryan, I believe you had Baltimore. Do, is there any deviation from that nope. now? Nope. <sighs> Not for me. No. Okay. I still think uh, Ravens take the division. We grab a wild card. All right. Yeah, eleven and six. That would make sense because I think the Ravens probably will win twelve games. I don't. I think if and I would probably revise this up to twelve and five, but I still think that the Ravens will edge us out. Okay. Uh, AFC East. We've talked about the Patriots a little oh, bit. That's we oh, haven't that really, Buffalo's gonna it's we haven't really hit on the other teams yet, but yeah, okay. So It's got to be. The only way that that changes is if somehow Deshaun Watson is exonerated from everything that's going on with him and the Dolphins trade for him. I'm sorry. I'm just not a believer in Tua Tungavailoa. I'm just I, not. I'm not a big – I think the Dolphins have a really good roster. I think they have really good players. 
but I don't think they can win with the quarterback that they have. I'm not. I'm yeah, not I a big Tua fan. I mean, he's only played what like seven games, six, seven games. Yeah. Like in reality, no, so I, like, I, it's I, it's still early. But like, I don't have. Faith. I agree. I'm probably being a little bit unfair with that take. But what I saw in the seven games, he hasn't. He has no arm. Yeah, I would. I would put him in a similar category as as I'd put him on a similar trajectory as Kyler Murray. Like athletic, but I don't really have faith in you. See, I agree with you. Suppo- like. Somehow, some way, we're the only two guys that don't think Kyler Murray, or maybe Steve agrees. We're the only guys that don't think Kyler Murray. Everybody is saying like Kyler Murray is like they're enamored by him, a man. top five quarterback in the NFL. Like, what, no. what are you looking at? I don't, no. And I don't trust his coach either. He's not I think top Cliff, 10. right? Cliff Kingsbury is like the human embodiment of falling up. Like I, I don't know he he what a, like <laughs> how, like I don't understand how he has been mediocre at best everywhere he goes. He's an he, under five hundred college football coach record wise, and he got an. NFL I just think he's job. like he's young and he's handsome, and he took advantage of like the the Sean McVay craze. And I'm gonna hate him because our quarterback hates him. So. Yeah, well, also that Team Baker all the way. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's funny. We'll go to the NFC West next because we're talking about those teams. But, sure. But, so we got all we all got Buffalo. It's got to be Buffalo. East. Yeah, unless I agree, unless some Buffalo. shenanigans yeah. happen. Uh, NFC it's West. Be. I mean, you just mentioned the Cardinals. You mentioned the Rams. You know, <sighs> you know. To me, I don't. I don't see how anybody beats the Rams out there. I mean, some folks think the Niners are in it possibly. I mean, I really liked what I saw out of Trey Trey Lance in the preseason. Um, more than I actually thought I was going to, but they're doing some like weird things out there with like him and Jimmy G. Like there have been talks like they could play two, they could play two quarterbacks this year, which which you can get away with doing that sometimes in college. You can't do that in the NFL. I, when no. you when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. Right, that's the old adage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm with for, you, Trey for Lance. Some reason, yeah. Not not a scrub, but I I would not take. I, I'm a, He's a, I'm high on Matt Stafford. I think f- with him finally getting out of Detroit, amen, with, brother, with a competent coach, agree with you. quality pieces at every position I around think a, him. Right, a lot it's, of people I think think I'm crazy. I think the Rams are a legit Super Bowl contender. Oh, I'm with you. I'm I'm absolutely with you. And don't get me wrong, the Seahawks are not pushovers. I I don't think that they're going to be. They're not going to be. You know, bad. Sure. I mean, you can't ever you can't ever count out Russell Wilson. I think Seattle's on a definite downward trajectory. I, I think they have real yeah. problems on their offensive line. Agreed. I think they just well, and then all the it's, drama it's with gonna, Russ in the offseason, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, unless you think San Francisco could could possibly pull it out, I, I it's got to be the brand. Here's the thing with San me. Francisco. Two years ago, they were Jimmy Garoppolo uh, completing a deep ball, wide open pass to one of his receivers in the fourth quarter, away from potentially winning the Super Bowl. Last year, they had more injuries than I think I've ever seen on an NFL roster ever. Mm-hmm. If they stay healthy, I think they still. I think they have a top five defense still, and if they can figure out the quarterback situation, like like it doesn't even matter which one it is, just pick one and go with it for this year. I think they're they're the top two teams in that division. I think they can definitely get a wild card. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. But and I uh, think Kyle Shanahan's that good of a coach. Yeah. He for me, Shanahan is like the inverse of Cliff Kingsbury. Exactly. Even though they run the same system pretty much. So Rams, Rams, Rams. It's Rams. Yeah, I got Rams. Yeah. All right. Um, let's stay NFC for a second here. Let's talk about the the worst of the worst. The 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 turds of the turds <laughs> as oh, you the mentioned East. earlier. The, the NFC East. East. Uh, yeah. Do we think that 
Dak Prescott coming back might be the thing that puts the Cowboys over the top. No, because their defense the is still horrible. Uh, the Washington football team and their D-line, you know, is is that just going to be enough because nobody else has the yeah. goods? If, yeah. you, if you smushed those two teams together and had the Washington Cowboys, I think they'd be a hell of a team. But I don't yeah. think either one of them mean a whole hell of a lot with the other without the other components. I, I, I apologize right now. I have – not much particularly positive to say about the Eagles. I, oh, I don't. I don't. No, I don't they're they terrible. Stink. I don't have anything really that could that could contribute that would lead me to go their way. They made they made almost an equally confusing head coaching hire than the Cardinals did two years ago. Oh, Nick that Sirianni. Was weird. Weird. He yeah. he could be a one and done type candidate. There's not. Yeah. You don't usually see a lot of one and dones. He could be a one and done. <laughs> well, especially with those fans in Philadelphia. That's what, that's what I'm imagine saying. Imagine if they start like zero four. Oh yeah. Which and is, and and, J- and Jalen Hurts is not any good either, so it's no, not no, not God necessarily no. all his fault. I mean, he's not he doesn't have much to work with as a coach. But so for me, the big the big debate on this division it, it does come down to the Cowboys and, and the Giants and the, fo- and the football team. Yeah, it's not the Giants either. They're, they're, I'm not a Daniel Jones guy. I'm, no, and that that's dude, the thing. Danny with Nichols can kick yeah, rocks. He's, yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate his nickname. He's Danny Nichols to me. Danny Dimes, baby. That's Um, going to be my new nickname. (laughs) Danny Dimes. So I guess the philosophical debate for me is like, at the end of the day, the quarterback position is the most important position probably in all of sport. And and the, the football team doesn't have that. But they've got everything whoa, whoa, else. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, stop it with your fist magic nonsense! <laughs> stop it! Get out! I get it. I love. You like Patrick Fitzryan for for and his, and his drip. I like him for about three games a year. He okay. he'll, he'll win. He's great for a couple sound bites and a couple games a year, and then after that he gets benched for but whatever sti- but whatever I'll, rookies on his team. I'll say th- I'll say this though: that's still better than what they had last year, and they won the division last year. You're right. You're right. That's a and, low bar. And That's I think, a, and I think, and I the think, the shiniest of turds is still a turd. <laughs> and I think Ron Rivera coaches circles around Mike McCarthy. I agree. I think Mark, Mike McCarthy might be one of the first coaches fired this year. Yeah, that's wow, that's okay. no, that's not a stretch. This I, game, the, man, the, Dan, I spitting fire. I'm with you in lockstep today, man. We are, yeah. Let's go. So typically, I guess what I was getting. Typically, I would lean towards the team with the quarterback. This, well, I, yeah. I, I go counter to that in this instance. There's too many other factors. Dallas's defense is too bad. Dak's still a question mark. Not that he was a question. He was not a question mark to me before his injury, but he is now. Injury wise, yeah, he's a question Inj- mark. Injury wise, yeah. yeah, we don't know what he's because gonna- it's not even the ankle. He's had the he's had the shoulder thing all preseason. Yeah, so I, there's too many question marks with him and his health. Yeah. Mike McCarthy's a boob. Um, <laughs> I, I just it's it's got to be Washington. He, yeah, I agree. I, <laughs> I agree. never thought that I would team. see. Two guys just, you know, spitting fire on the Cowboys <laughs> and me not jumping on the train. But teams no. never seem to win this division two years in a row. I, that is a fair and, point. And with with the Dallas having the better quarterback of the two, I don't know. I I just I'm going Dallas, I guess. Mm. Okay. So I'm not not a really strong feeling there, but that's I don't know. I, I the repeat thing is just too much for me. I know. That's um, a fair point. But Let's they go back with, to the AFC for a second. One over the losing record, though. <laughs> AFC, uh, we talked about this division quite a bit, actually, already. The AFC West. Um, Ryan, you've uh, been come. quite high on on uh, Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, do Do you think they have any chance of unseating Kansas City? No. <laughs> no. No. As high as I am on Herbert and that defense, no. That's 
Chiefs Chiefs are going to come in like first through third place, and then whoever's next uh, yep. maybe sneaks a wild card. The only thing that can beat the beat the Chiefs in that division is health. So yeah. all all the Chiefs, yep. yeah, because okay. there's uh, it, who owna the Chiefs. Yeah, the uh, the wild card possibility would be the Chargers. I don't have any faith in in. Sorry, Teddy. Uh, the Broncos ain't it. Teddy Beans and. Um, they're another one. They're they're very the the Broncos are very similar to the football team in in that respect. Yes, yes. The problem because that, that defense is no joke. The problem is, is they play in an actual good division. Yes, yeah. Like like we're picking the the football team to win the division. Well, we are, um, just on default. Like because right. their division sucks. If Washington was in the AFC West, they'd also be a third place at best team. Yeah. And likewise, if Denver was in the NFC East. I could easily see them winning the division. Like the like that, you could plug them yeah, into each other's spots. Given that defense and Bridgewater quarterback, yeah, they would be better than any of the teams in the NFC East. Yeah, they really could be. I don't know. I think Bridgewater stinks. I'm not. I, I'm not that low on Bridgewater. I mean, I'm not that high. I'm on, on him either. But what was his, what was his season like last year? Not good. Well, you yeah. could make an argument that they did better under him than they did under Breeze when he came back. Oh, he he didn't play for the Saints last year. Um, I think in two years ago. Yeah. yeah, you're two years Carolina back. Last it was year. Carolina. <laughs> I mean, Carolina, uh, they're a weird team, too. Well, they got your quarterback this year. Old dead eyes, Sam Darnold. Yeah, he's not mine anymore. Who, hilariously, they play the Jets week one. Yeah. That'll be interesting. I wonder if he got his shot yet. He was like he was one of the popular quarterbacks that came out and said he's, he's going to weigh all his options and consult, blah, blah, blah. And not, not, not to, not, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole, but he was one of those guys. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, yeah. what's up next? Well, we sort of got into it just now, the NFC South. Yeah, let's just get that um, one over with. This is another one that, I mean, looks maybe yeah. a little obvious on paper, but, like, you know, Tampa Bay defending Super Bowl this champion. Was, this was, New Orleans did win the division a year ago. This is another – This is another. well, yeah, it's true. This is another uh, division where uh, you don't really see repeat champions very often. No, 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 you don't. I am going to go out on the limmiest of limbs. Even more than Kansas City? Give me Jameis Winston oh, redemption God. arc. Give it to me. Give me the I, Saints. No, Give I me to- the Saints. I totally okay. – I would love to see Jameis, Jameis be good. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's winning the division. Saints are taking the division. No way. Well, I mean, it, it makes more sense to me than, you know, Atlanta or Carolina. Those teams it's, are yeah, not it's neither, Oh, yeah, I get that. It's neither of them. You, I, the, I, the, the defending Super Bowl champions with Tom Brady and then bringing back all 22 the, starters They from brought last year. back everything. I get it. This is the stretchiest of stretches, the limmiest of limbs. Man, stretch Armstrong <laughs> over here. I I will probably end up eating this one, is it, but is it really that much of a stretch? So here's the thing, Jameis Winston, that that in that famous thirty thirty year where he threw thirty picks, the other thirty Coinc- there is thirty touchdowns. Coincidentally, with the Bucks, but yeah. So like he. I think a year for him learning under Breeze. Breeze is still. Like he's still new a New Orleans guy through and through. He's not going to disappear on them. I could see that being enough. Oh, well, he's doing commentary now, right? But he's still. I mean, he's still going to talk oh, with yeah, Jameis. Sure, still, still, sure. he's still going to kind of mentor him. I can, I can sure. imagine. Um, I don't know. I'm. I want the. I want the redemption arc. I want to see that idiot eat a W again, like a weirdo. The the the, the, the weirdo that he, he is. That he is. A, he's a weird cat. Let's be honest. Did you Did you see? Uh, <laughs> did you see? <laughs> They were talking about something, and uh, he meant to say another word, and he said condom. 
Of course he did. I didn't oh, see that, yeah. but that sounds like I'll something. bring it up after yeah. the show. It is hilarious. He says, and then like he doesn't realize it at first, and like all the reporters start snickering or whatever, and and he goes, "What did that? What did I say?" He's what a I, weird dude. Yeah, he is. I think he's, he. I think he was supposed to say like combo or something, and he said condom. That sounds yeah yeah that doesn't surprise me. But yeah, I, I mean maybe you know maybe like Brady gets bored, man. Maybe he maybe they fall asleep here and there and they lose a couple games they're not supposed to. Yeah, I don't, you and I, people getting bored. I don't know, man. Mm. It could happen. It also could not happen. I wouldn't be shocked. All right, J- all right JP. Speaking of teams getting bored, <laughs> it could happen. Um, the NFC North. Is there any way Green Bay doesn't win that? No. The only thing, the the only chance I would have given it is if the Bears uh, would have been actually smart and started Justin Fields from the start and not try and do this freaking charade with Andy Dalton the first couple weeks of the season. I don't that understand so the dumb. point. I don't understand the point. Especially of, when you consider that that coaching staff and the, that regime needs to win. Oh, they're right on away. their last leg. Yeah, if they don't make the playoffs this year, they're yeah, gone. So why are they not playing the, the best guy right away? I don't know, because they're morons. Um, I will say this. I hope Andy Dalton plays the first three weeks of the season because we play the Bears week three. Yeah, yeah. I, I would much rather face Andy Dalton than – Although the prospect of uh, – of Miles Garrett and Jadevian Clowney uh, wreaking havoc in the backfield with a rookie quarterback, even if it is Justin Fields, is very salivating. Prediction? True. Fields will make his first NFL start at First Energy Stadium. Oh, come on, Steve. <laughs> I want an e- Well, I, I still think that would be an easy the, win. The but. Bears won't win, but I think that's when it'll be. <laughs> well, that would be interesting, though. Ohio State quarterback with his first start in Cleveland? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's going to be Green Bay. It's got to be. Green yeah. Bay. I mean, it— yeah, Minnesota doesn't have enough. Minnesota, I think, it's hot and cold, but they're they're like a they, five hundred team. They don't have 500 enough. Team. They're I think the Bears are terrible based on the day. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the Bears are a middling five hundred team, and then the Lions could go. They could be the first team ever in NFL history to go zero and seventeen. So they could be up for the Sharon McLaughlin treatment yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Jared Goff is that bad to go zero and seventeen. I, yeah, I actually but, I don't think they'll go zero. They, they won't go zero for Goff they'll be, they'll is not be, great, but he's not that bad. They're going to be in the running for the number one pick. I'll just put it that way. That's fair. And lastly, the AFC South. This is the one we really haven't talked of much at all, other than how bad the Texans are. Um, the Titans are the incumbent there. I mean, any disagreement on that one? Mm. Jaguars look like they could be. They if, could be in... if Carson Wentz turns his turns his uh, career around, I think the the Colts could win the division. Um, I think they have a more complete team than Tennessee. I think Tennessee's way more explosive offensively, but I think they're horrible on defense. Which is weird considering their coach. Right, exactly. But you look at it, they traded for Julio Jones. They have A.J. Brown. Uh, they lost Jonu Smith, a tight end, but they have Derrick Henry. Right. And Ryan Tannehill has, has done a career resurrection down there for the last couple years. So it, It's going to really hinge on what Carson Wentz is. Exactly. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I think – I'm not buying. Well, I'll say this: well, if, you 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 know Wentz intimately. Yeah. I feel you you know. I'm sure more oh, yeah, about him does. than 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 we do. Hey-o. He gets in there, but uh, hey, oh, I mean, Wentz might even get. I mean, who knows? Wentz might miss time. He might get sick. I mean, he's uh, let's, let's call it what it is. Um, yeah, very true. He's I will say though, I think I think if. if if Wentz is going to turn his career around, it's going to be with the Colts with Frank Reich. I mean, that's where he had his success in the NFL when Reich was with the Eagles, mm-hmm. um, when he had his that one season where he was an MVP candidate. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Okay. I don't trust Tennessee's defense. I think the Colts have a have a good defense, and I think 
They have a good offense. They have a good running game. They have a good offensive line. They have decent receivers. I I like the Colts. I do think that's a respectable choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it, it's uh, my gut is pulling me towards the Colts because I agree in terms of like big picture. I like their team better, but the quarterback position's too too goofy right now. I got. I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going I, never, Tennessee. I, never I would not I'd, be shocked if it goes Colts, but I'm going Tennessee. I never thought I'd be at a point where I would be, you know, hinging it on, well, Ryan Tannehill's there, so <laughs> thusly I have to go with this team. Yeah, I right. Never in my life thought it would come to that point. But especially yeah. especially you um, being a, uh, a pseudo uh, Dolphins fan, you also have intimate knowledge of Ryan Tannehill. He was not very good in those days. No, but it, I blame was, a lot of that on Adam Gase. Yeah, um, like, I'd blame 99% of it on Adam Gase. He is the worst. Seriously. Well, like, Hugh Jackson's the worst, but he's pretty bad. I don't know, dude. Maybe not after this year he won't be. Uh, did Adam Gase ever go 338-1 as, as, as his tenure as an NFL coach? He didn't do much better than that, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, no, but. Oh, he had some years with, with the Dolphins where he went like 500. 7, 9, 6, and 10, my Yes. Yeah. No, I mean you're right. I mean Hugh Jackson never Hugh Jackson, did that except Hugh, in Oakland. So yeah. Hugh I mean, Jackson just, is the worst coach, head coach in NFL history. Yeah. I don't Ooh. think that's I don't think that's very I don't think you can debate that. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I mean Adam Gase is really bad, but come on. The guy went one the guy went uh one and thirty one in a two year stretch. I mean, come on. Perhaps his biggest accomplishment was that he managed to not get fired after that stretch. <laughs> That is kind of wild. Oh, our owners suck. Well, they don't anymore because they finally got it right. They've gotten their heads out of their asses, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, wild oh. cards in the AFC and the NFC. Let's do mm. that, too. Okay. Um, so, for the AFC, I'm going to – Well, you have the Browns as one. The Browns uh, – I was going to say, I already have one figured out. It's the Browns. Well, isn't there three – there's three wild cards now, right? Yeah, there's three. Yeah, Yeah. so three. Yeah, because only the top team. Yep, because there's seven teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, only the t- only the number one gets the buy. You got the four division winners and the three wild cards. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Let me try to think here, because essentially one second place team doesn't. You make have it. Ravens, Bills, Titans, and Chiefs. Or, yes. oh no, you could have. Yeah. You could well, have, you could have two because you could have two wild cards come from the same division. You could. It'd be unlikely, but it's certainly not impossible. It happened last year in the AFC North. Yep. Yeah, true. Um. Well, I'll go ahead and yeah, and you go. I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of stumped. I'm definitely going with Baltimore. I'm definitely going with Indianapolis, and the third one is a little bit closer. But I'm going to go with Miami. Okay. Mm. AFC. I've got Baltimore, Tennessee, because I have Indy winning that division. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, that seventh team is hard. I it's very hard. I'm going to go. So I'm all right. Uh. Here. Hmm. uh I've got mine. If you need a second, I think I know. No, I think I know what yours is. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cleveland. I'm gonna go Indy, and I'm gonna go Patriots. Wow, you're not going Chargers. No. I thought you were gonna go Chargers. I thought that's why I was mulling this over so hard because I, I just spent however long talking up Herbert, but I, I'm gonna yeah. I I was I was between those two, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go towards Patriots. I think. Because they are not – the Chargers are going to lose more games in their own division than the Patriots will. Okay. So that's why I kind of think I'm leaning towards – That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
So you've got Baltimore and then Baltimore, t- Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh boy. Are you going to pick my team in the Chargers? <laughs> Take them for? I'm kind of thinking about it now. Yeah. Cuz I didn't even think about the Patriots cuz I don't think they're I don't think they're good enough. I don't think they're great, but um I don't have any I don't I don't know. I don't I think I think Patriots fans are way too confident that like Mac Jones is going to be Tom Brady reincarnate or something just because like he's an out of shape white quarterback. That's the popular narrative, and I understand that it's. I I know why it's gaining traction. It's I, a lot. It's a lot easier to be Tom Brady than to follow Tom Brady. Yeah, correct. Oh, gosh, I'm gonna go Miami. Mm. I'm gonna go with Steve. I I I don't like their quarterback, but I think they have a really good roster. I like their coach a lot too. I, I, and their I'm, coach. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Brian Flores fan. Yeah, I like him. So that's the AFC. So, NFC. NFC. Dan, you had Packers, Redskins, Buccaneers, Rams. Uh, Ryan, you had it exactly the same. No, actually, you had New Orleans. I went Saints, not Bucks. Um, in the South. And then, well, we know, we, we know one Packers, of your wild card Cowboys, teams. <laughs> exactly. Saints, Buccaneers. Uh, you might as well go ahead because we already know one of them. Yeah, so the Bucks are absolutely going to get one of those. I would then go um, – let's go hang on here trying to think who's going to have better divisional records between so it's definitely bucks it's definitely um seahawks okay i can't think of my third team i don't third team in the nfc is a really tough one yeah you gotta pick somebody who's because i like eight and eight or i'm I'm so where i'm kind of at right now i'm flirting with minnesota but I, I don't, yeah, because they're, yeah, like, exactly like you said. But I don't like the Cowboys either. Chicago was the seventh seed last year. They were eight and eight. Honestly, I'm kind of feeling compelled. I don't know. How much did, did, did Chicago do a whole lot to their defense? Is that defense still, like, de- still pretty good, good-ish? Yeah. Still pretty good. Yeah. Man, I don't know. This is They I'm, didn't do a lot in the offseason except for draft Justin Fields, honestly. Yeah. Man, I really don't know. You know what? I'll go I'll, I'll I'll say Minnesota limps along just good enough to be like mm. 9 and 8 mm. and and sneak in there. I don't feel good about that, but I definitely feel good about the Bucks and I feel good about the Seahawks. And yeah. then I'm going to pick Minnesota as the the team that gets in cuz I'm really not high on Arizona. I'm not high on Kingsbury or um Kyler Murray. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Mm. So for me, I'm I'm gonna go with San Francisco. I'm okay. gonna go with Minnesota also. Mm-hmm. And the third choice, you guys are gonna think I'm absolutely nuts here. I'm gonna go with the football team. I'm actually gonna take two teams out of the of the NFC East. Of the well, I I think the football team's gonna win the division, so I don't think you're nuts. Yeah, I, I don't think you're nuts with them. I do think you're nuts that the Saints. I don't the, the, like the Saints. I don't like the Seahawks. I think both of those two teams mm. are on a very downward trajectory this year. Okay. I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm intrigued by this whole scenario. The NFC, I think, is a little bit. Yeah. The Saints in particular, Cause I it, think, cause there's com- re- could completely implode. Because I, th- I think really, like, for me, I think there's two divisions in that in the NFC that you're – I don't th- I think you're crazy if you pick a wild – and you guys both picked one. Mm-hmm. 
I think I think there's I think there's there's two divisions in that in that conference where you're essentially exempt from getting multiple playoff teams in. Yeah, but that would then mean so does that mean you're going to have Arizona and San Francisco get in? No, I'm going to have my three are Seattle, San Francisco. Yep. Yep. And are you that down on the Saints too? I'm 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 going to go New Orleans. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I think New Orleans squeaks in there. I don't I don't think I don't think any of us feel good about the wild card in the NFC. I think the <laughs> I, to me I think the Cowboys are staring 6 and 11 right in the right in the face. That could happen. And Mike McCarthy gets the boot. Uh-huh. And yeah. So Steve's got to go, so we're wrapping up the episode anyway. So appreciate you Steve. Thank you. And uh yeah, so those are our predictions. We're not going to give our Super Bowl predictions yet, uh but um yeah. I mean, I guess we could, but whatever. Steve, Steve had to leave, so it's okay. We're yeah. going on an hour well, and 45 minutes. We got plenty of time. There's plenty of season left. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, is there anything else that we need to cover, hmm. you think? Man, I think – no, I think that really covers most of it. We, we, we beat the roster to death. We looked at the schedule up and down. I'm Baker fascinated. didn't get his contract extension. Yeah. Um, Chubb did, which, again – Denzel I, I, Ward didn't either. I love the deal. I was a little surprised that Ward didn't get a deal done. That was more shocking to me than Baker not. I agree because I think it made sense for it makes too much sense for him to wait. But he, I think he and his agent wanted to. I mean, if the team could have gotten a deal done, I'm sure the team would have liked to have. Right. But he he's going to continue to bet himself. We've said that a million times. He's yeah. going to roll those dice. Uh, I think uh, I do still think that the the Denzel one could happen at any time. I agree. Uh, Baker, I think they're to the point now where both sides are like, okay. I think they're comfortable just like, let's get I, the I think I think Baker wanted to bet on himself, and I think the Browns are to the point now where the season's about to start. They're like, okay, go do it. Yeah. No, it's 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 going to – now it's just officially – it's in his hands. It's time yeah. to go Absolutely. go prove it. And I think he will, and I think yeah. he'll get paid. And I think a lot of people would be a little squeamish at that, but I don't think he's one of those guys because he's bet on himself he's every step of his football From playing life. From a very life. young age, he's always yes. done that. And Absolutely. You know, it's, it's going to – he'll be fine. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, so – um, there will be plenty of other fascinating deals to be done in the future. Those are the two most notable. Uh, plenty of offensive line moves to keep an eye on. What happens with Tyler, Treader, Batonio? One of them, maybe both of them, no longer with. Again, those, those these are all way for way for down the line. I think Batonio's. I think Batonio is going to be a Brown for life. I hope so. I think Treader's probably most likely the guy. I think so as well. I would, I would really be if, if Teller has a year even remotely like last year. I hope we lock him up. Uh, prove, oh, great. prove that he's not a one-year wonder. Right. Um, you know, Conklin. I'd love to re-sign him. Um, yeah, we'll see. But again, there's again these, those these are, are these are moves that are not today. Problems. Those are so. yeah, yeah. Those are down the road. So uh, we are about to get this season going. I'm so excited. It's the most anti- like like the 19 season was very anticipated because. Uh, you know the OBJ trade happened, and Baker came off of setting a rookie record for touchdowns, and you know all that stuff. But you know, hindsight twenty twenty as it is, we really shouldn't have been that hyped about that season. I think yeah. this year is worthy hype for this season because last year they proved it, they did it, they could right. do it. They got to the playoffs, they won in the playoffs, they won in Pittsburgh. They did all, they checked every single box. I think the difference was that like there was. It was unfounded, but there was excitement before. Yeah. Now there's there's actual foundation to it. And now there's continuity everywhere yeah. on this team. Right. Everywhere. Like we're, I'm, I'm we're replacing keep... we're replacing a lot of starters on defense, but we have the same coordinator, same defense in place. 
right. to and where he can now, hopefully with health, run his defense. I think there was something where uh, he was Joe Woods was quoted saying that um, realistically he wants to run a base dime defense. Right. And they were able to do that because of their personnel for seven snaps last year. Yeah, the defense is going to be completely different. On the flip side, we've said this before, um, the continuity for Baker in the offense is going yeah. to be spectacular. The first time that he gets to actually come back to a system he's he's, yeah. he's seen before, that in and of itself is so invaluable. Yeah. So I'm 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 truly excited to see the steps that he takes. Yeah, it, um, it's individually and as a team. I think I think where you're going to see it with Baker is it's going to be less thinking and it's going to be more reacting. Right. I think you're going to see Kevin Stefanski give him a lot more freedom to check plays at the line this year. Um, and I just think you know I go I always go back to that Alex Van Pelt uh, quote about Baker and his footwork and his mechanics and all oh. that. And I think he's gotten to the Mozart end of the spectrum where you know he's very consistent and very fluid in his movements and the way that. Um, he plays the position. So I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited for the Browns. Um, and we're on to Kansas City. The wise words of Bill Belichick. Bring it so, on. Appreciate you guys listening. Long episode, but uh, we had a lot to get to. Um, but, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for <laughs> LOTL this week. I don't know exactly what it's going <laughs> to look like, but uh, we'll see. As uh, – Ryan's fully entrenched in coaching, and Jordan is gallivanting along the COVID hotbed of the country. So, <laughs> yeah. down in Florida. So, Good luck. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, but uh, we'll get an episode somehow, some way. Even if it's just me, we'll get one out. But okay. So for Ryan, uh, Twitterless Steve, uh, I'm Dan. You've been listening to the LOTL Browns postgame. Well, season preview show. It's mm-hmm. normally the postgame show. Uh, we will be back with this show next Sunday evening, most likely, after hopefully the Browns take care of business in Kansas City. And uh, we'll talk to you guys then. So uh, have a good night, everyone. Have a safe Labor Day uh, holiday tomorrow. Over.